to this program that is designed with you in mind to cause you to be established in the word of God. I want to take you to our service today and get ready to be blessed even as we were blessed. Your life will never be the same. Now, today's episode. If it's school, you leave on time. Because you don't want to miss a class. But why is it that any time it comes to God, he should go somewhere. I'm washing. Doesn't he know I'm washing? That doesn't he have sense to know that I'm sick? That I can't come to church today? Who is he? Who is he? Yet when he falls sick, Yet when you need help, you run to him. How do you feel like with your relationship with him? How do you feel when you go to him asking him for things? Some of you, I see you once every month. Some of you, once every three months. And if you are too busy to go to the one who created you and gave you bread, then brother, you are too busy. If you can wake up early in the morning and rush to the house of God. One of the men I respect a lot in this house is Mr. Moses. Let's clap for him. Let's do it better for him. When it comes to coming to church on time. Oh. Oh. By 8 he should be here. 8, 8.30 is here. He will come here, support the children to have their Sunday school. Or their children's service. And meanwhile, some of the Sunday school teachers that doesn't even come to Sunday school. Mr. Moses comes to church. Today he came before a lot of you. He even came before the Sunday school teacher came to school. Uh, to church. It's surprising. Let's change this attitude. It is not helping. It is really not helping. Today in the house of God, there are no church workers. Ushers come to church at 10. By the time they will come, people are already seated. So what are you doing? What kind of usher are you? What kind of chorister are you? You come to church. Don't you know, don't you know that the first service is also a church service? We say, you say, we shouldn't say. You say, you say, he has been using us to preach. What, what else do you want us to do? Somebody called me, I, I, the other day when you were preaching, I knew you were talking about it. I said, so because of you, I should edit what I'm going to say. Is that not it? Because of you, I should, I should choose my words carefully. Because you don't, you don't want any part of the sermon to hit you. So I should change my sermon. Ah. What kind of believers are we raising? Students who enter the exam floor and give their question to the teacher that this is the question we want to write. Take this one and give us this one. I want to write this one. They don't want to face any question they don't know. What kind of, what kind of Christians are we? 
Let's all change our behavior from today. It's even a blessing to see yourself in a sermon which is coming. But when I'm preaching and you think what I'm saying is about you, you should, you should even thank God that God is talking to you through the sermon. You can't come here and tell me that and when, when I preach, you, you, you had a bad dream. Are you a demon? Are you a demon? Then I've had several people say that, eh, Pastor, is, this example Pastor used was about me. So because of you, I should choose what I say and what I don't say. What are we doing? What are we doing as a church? The day you stop fornicating, we'll stop talking about fornication. I'm talking to you. If you don't stop, we'll talk about it. You are living with a girl, you are not married to the girl. We are saying, you say, I'm talking about you. A young lady, you went out three days now, you just came home. And you said, I should stop preaching about fornication. So then, why do you come to church? Why do you come to church? The Bible said, They that God loves and He chastises. If you are if you are if you are living in sin and the word of you say hey, the pastor is talking about me, he's talking about me. What, 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 what is this? Bishop said I shouldn't say like I'll say. Bishop said, the bishop advised that you shouldn't tell anybody that if they can go, they can if they want to leave, they can go. So I'll stop. But are we here to entertain you? So, so, you think you think God called me to leave my accountant to come and stand here and entertain you? You are not praying. We are talking about your prayerlessness. And you say, why am I talking about your prayerlessness? And the worst thing is that the day a demon hits you, they will say, Pastor, I need to wear who? So for need to wear who? They will never say that the church member will wear who and I. What are we doing? If you want me to preach a sermon, bring me, prepare a sermon and bring it to me and let me preach. You are chasing somebody's husband and you don't want me to talk about it. Yes, the beginning it was a mistake. We know. Stop it. We all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. So I know it's okay. Stop it. And you are doing it and I'm preaching about it and you are angry. And you call me on phone. Say, Pastor, this place, this day that you said, I knew you were talking about. Oh, what kind of Christians are we? What kind? Of, is it in, in our local dialect we say that somebody body to jam na we nkusa here dey. The only thing pastors cannot use is a cane. If not, there are some of you I should have laid you with a king. Yes. A lot of us have changed because of some sermons we heard. We heard. Tell you. The word of God which comes to us, eh, it doesn't always come to applaud us. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse number 16. Sometimes he comes to rebuke you. Do you know the number of times God has rebuked me? You have no idea. 
You have no idea. Even me being a pastor. He rebukes me. Second Timothy, what is there? Chapter 3. The verse number 16. And the Bible said, all scripture is God's breath. The, the NIV says, all scripture came from the inspiration of God. Right. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God. All the scriptures. All the, not some of the scriptures. Not the portion of the scriptures. All the scriptures came from God. All was given by the inspiration of God. God influenced people to write it. You think, you think if you were Moses, writing the five, the first five books of the Bible, would you have written, would you have written that you disobeyed God and, and God said you will not see Canaan? If you were Moses, would you have added that part? When people die and they are reading obituary, listen to it. The girlfriends they had, they don't write it. All the girlfriends they had before they died, they, they don't write it. How they died, they were sleeping with a lady at the hotel and they died over there. They keep quiet. I had a friend who died. She committed abortion and she died. When we, we had her obituary, it was not written in it. It was not written. If you were David, would you have allowed your, your writers to write that you went to sleep with somebody's wife? So tell me if all the scripture is not coming from God. And God is saying, write it. David is my friend and so what? Write it. Write it that he slept with Bathsheba. Write it that he killed Uriah. He killed, he killed Uriah. Write it. Abraham is my friend and so what? He's my friend and so what? Yes, I know he's my friend. But he also lied. Write it so that Derek will learn from it. Write it. Write it. I said write it. Write it. Write it. Before we come, then you, you read, you read uh, Romans chapter 15, verse number 4. And the Bible tells us that, listen, all scriptures were written for our learning, our learning. David went to watch Pono. You know, you think the Pono is out there today? You don't know. David watched Pono on top of his roof. A woman was bathing. He was peeping. How many times have you watched women bathing before? I'm asking you. There was silence in heaven. Give me an idea. Look at it. Would you, if you were David, a king, would you have allowed them to write it? Even these so-called presidents who are leading us, when they make a mistake, they don't want anybody to talk about it. But the Bible tells us that everything that was written in the past was written to teach us. It was written, so David's mistake was written to teach you. Look at it. It was written to teach us another version. It was written to be an example. 
Do you know how many times I've, I've, I've changed my mind because I, I heard somebody's story? Will you even get for us to even mention your case to other people? Look at it. All scriptures were written in the scriptures long time ago to teach us. And the scriptures gives us hope and encouragement. All the scriptures. If you were Peter, a whole apostle who have become great, would you allow the Bible writers to write that you, you deny Jesus? There are certain things you've done, you've not told anybody till date, and you'll never tell anybody, you will die with it. Look at my face. There are certain abortions. Nobody knows you've committed abortion. Everybody thinks you're a virgin, but you have committed five. As you see your mother like that, what you don't know is that the man he married, your father, he was somebody's boyfriend. You don't know. And she used her things to collect it. You go ask your mother. And all these things were written for our example, for our learning. Yes. Then why is it that as for you, it's only the good side of the Bible that you want to hear? Why? Why? Are you better than Moses? Are you better than Elijah? A whole prophet who was quick tempered. A whole prophet who. Quick temper, they said the king issue. He said, If I be a man of God, let fire come down and consume you. 51 people dead by fire. Hey, prophet. Elisha, a whole prophet. Some, some young guys laughed at him. He said, If I be a man, let, let a, a bear come out of the bush and consume you. Immediately, bears came out and killed all of them. If the commanding of the fire from heaven was a good thing, what Elijah did, what Elijah did, if it was a good thing, when the disciples of Jesus, James and John, told Jesus that let's command fire from heaven and consume this village, like Elijah did, Jesus told them, You don't know what manner of spirit you are made up of. Why do you say such a thing? Why do you say that? They never, never command fire. Don't, don't, don't command it. So was it a good thing for the prophet to call, command fire and consume 51 soldiers? And you think the prophet is happy that it has been written? As I'm here, then God will bring everything about my life and put it on the, the screen and everybody will be reading right from the first day. By the time you get to when I was 15 years, I'll collapse. Yes. I don't want, there are certain things I don't want anybody to know. In the time I go, I said, God, this one is our secret, though. I beg you. <laughs> Do you also have a secret? Why is it that you are reading David's secret? Why is it that you are reading Abraham's secret? Sarah laughed at God. He laughed. God said, You are going to have a <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about. Look at this man. I'm 90 years. I'm 90 years. She said, I'm going to have a child. Will I have pleasure? Like, will I have pleasure? That's what she said. Will I have pleasure? They look at my age. They are saying, I'm going to have a child a year by this time. <laughs> and, and, and the angel of the Lord asked Abraham, Why is your wife laughing? Why is she laughing? Sarah said, I didn't laugh. 
she's lying. Look at this, she's lying. All your lies, will you be happy if it's written in a, a book that everybody can read? Why is it that when you come to church and we are preaching, that's for what the, you, are, you don't want us to talk about it. Even you, we don't mention your name. We don't even mention your name. But Kassen Chubia, in the mirror. Yes, Kassen Chubia in the mirror. And should thank God that Father, thank you that you are, you are talking to me through this sermon. That's what you should be saying. That's what you should be saying. That's what you should be saying. When I talk about my own life, you are happy. But when you talk about your own, then you are angry. You are angry. I'm talking to you. Sit, 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 sit well and look at my face. Are you here with me? So let's go to our second uh, Timothy chapter. 3 verse 16. The Bible said, all scripture was given by the inspiration of God. And it is profitable for how many things? Let's look at it. Profitable for how many things? Look at it. It is profitable for teaching. Teaching means to, to, to teach, eh? To teach. Doctrine. Some of the verses use doctrine. Yes. How to do this. Number one. How to be a strong... Have I, have I told you how to be... A strong Christian. Yes. Have I taught you this in this house? Yes. If you know, if you don't know, it's here. It's in this book. It's in this book. Grow up. How to become a matured believer. You are in church. You are not a matured believer. How to? Sorry. It's here. Here's it. Number one. You must do what? Be an ardent student of the Bible. You'll be our talking kind trust Read your Bible. Pray every day. Pray every day, pray every day. Read your Bible, pray. If you want, if you want to grow. So how do you want to If you want to go, how do you do? It is teaching. This is what we call biblical teaching. Number two, prayer. Yes, maturity comes through prayer. What do praying men know that you don't know? All the people who pray, what at all have they seen that you have not seen? Why is it that they pray but you don't pray? Why? It's here. I gave you, I think, 12 or 10 reasons why people pray that you don't. You can grow by getting close to people who have grown in the Lord. Maturity through close association with other mature Christians. Jesus was a mature Christian. He saw his disciples and said to them, Follow me. And I will, I will make you into fishes of men. So that's what the Bible eh? That's what the Bible said. When you see the scriptures, it is good for teaching. All the things I taught in this book are coming from the Bible. It's coming from teaching. Number two, rebuking. Rebuking. Rebuke. Sit down. Sit down. Why are you going? Sit down. When the pastor is preaching, you don't get up. Sit down. You read the Bible. And the Bible says, let those who still, still no more. If you are a thief, stop stealing. Take a knife. You open your mother's bag. You lift your pocket, your, your father's pocket. You put your hand in it. 
We call it rebuking. You go to school, you steal people's phones, steal people's iron, people's bucket. I am talking to you. Stop stealing. When you came home, you said you've completed school. When you came, you came with somebody's iron. Is it you, princess? Somebody's iron. Yes. And we've all done it before. When I went to, is it one more time? I didn't know when I went to SS1. SS1. I took my iron. I went to bar. By the time I came, the iron is gone. The bucket is gone. Everything is gone. I looked around. I couldn't find it. Then I used to collect somebody. How many of you have done it before? How many of you have done it before? You stolen before in school. Stolen. Hey. Got a beautiful girl like princess. You never imagine she has stolen before. But the Bible says, let the one who still still no more. Your mother, she's the number one thief. No, no, I said your mother. She's a, she's a trader. She bought this thing at two Ghana cities in town, two cities. When she came, she said, ten Ghana. Hey! We call this one Enfasobu, bro. The thing is two cities old. You double it and give it to us as four cities. Whatever my four cities. But meanwhile, this thing you bought it at two cities. So are we all stealing? We are all stealing. So when we come to church, the word of God will rebuke you. Some of you don't love God. You don't care about God. You come here, your pastor will tell you, stop coming to church late. It's a bad thing. Don't wash on Sunday. These are rebukes. You are a bad person. You are a bad person to even think that. Anytime you come, anytime you see a young lady like this, and a guy walking like this, what comes into your head? Do you know why you think like it's because you are corrupt in your mind? Everywhere you see a young lady and a young man, it's because you now your mind you are corrupt. Thank you. Today we don't have any Christian brother and Christian sister anymore. Every time you see a young a boy and a girl, hey, that is your mind. That is it. Your mind is corrupt. So when you come to church, you now begin to renew your mind. Romans chapter twelve. Renew one of the mind. Renew. Re, renew means go back for the new one. Well, that's why when you see worldly people say, "Much already, some much tougher." I haven't you heard it before? Much tougher, much tougher. It's because their minds are corrupt. They think we are here for sex. That's what they think. Daddy, a guy was working over here. It's awful. What's wrong? My womb, pow. Some man back home now. Remember, I'm sorry. Oh yes. That is how they think. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. But be ye transformed by the what? Renewing. Renew. Of the mind. 
And that's why people don't like the word of God. When I preach, people get angry. When I preach, and why is he saying this? It's because of what I discussed with him the other day. Don't discuss anything with me anymore. It's okay. Don't come. So that when I'm preaching, you know that it's not because of what you've discussed with me. One day, one day, this young lady, you, you brought a young girl to this church. If you remember, Auntie Deborah, she brought a young lady to church. I was here preaching. Then God opened my eyes and I said, Young lady, I saw this. I saw, I saw that a guy is going to break your heart. They said, Not knowing it was happening live. It was so plain and so clear that when they went home, they said, She has come to tell me. They said, No, we are firm and we be here. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And it was a big issue. That I, I, I was something that she told me is what I'm using it to prophesy to this new lady. And I the person who called me that if this woman has told me to tell me something, and I've used it to prophesy to this young lady, do you think that next time when I prophesy to her, she will believe it? No, if it was you, would you believe it? And you called me to say, oh, me the member be very bad, sorry. Member and your friend Evans, you ought to say, oh, yeah, tomorrow how, yeah, tomorrow how. Then you come, then I say, brah, sorry, you're on us. Your friend Evans, my boy. So, oh, yeah, tomorrow how, my boy. We just say, hey, we are there. After that, do you think that the person who told me, if I prophesy to her, she will believe? That would be the last time I will see her in this church. She will not come again. So, as I'm a friend, catch her, or they or they shame her. When I told, when the person told, that, that shows that the, the spirit of God is with us. I've seen things. Sometimes I don't even know what is happening in people's house. God reveals things to me. You are not wise when you think that, eh? It's because of what I said. It's because of that's why he's saying what he's saying. Because of you, you shouldn't talk about fornication. Are you here? You are going home. Because of you, we shouldn't talk about fornication. Stop sleeping around and I'll stop preaching. The day preaching will come to an end is the day people have stopped sinning. The people are loving God and they are doing the will of God. That day, everybody will stop preaching. You think we are happy to be here every Sunday, every Wednesday, every Friday, preaching, 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 preaching? Because the truth is that even after this sermon, you don't even get home, the devil will take it from your head. I preach from January to today, every blessed day. Every week it looks like I preach three times. Average three times. Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, Wednesday, Friday. Oh! What is three times four? Three, four is what? Twelve, twelve times twelve. Was it 24? <laughs> Please, we school. Look at it. Look at it. 12, 12, 12 is what? Eh? Minus, minus conferences, minus meetings, minus all those things. Out of my 144 sermons, which of them do you remember? 
Even the one I preached last week, you don't remember. Last week, I say, If I look at the time, I'm even afraid to preach what I have to preach because if one time is that here, I say, oh, Yes. You came to church at 10. Some of you 10 30. It's not even one o'clock and you are complaining already. About this, somebody begged you to come. Is it a fight? If you don't want to be, some people come to church and they want to, they don't want to go home. But you you come here it's like some and come in. Or like you sat in a piano and you want to get up and walk out. Check all these things. So the word of God comes to rebuke us. It comes to teach us. It comes to rebuke us. Sometimes it comes to exalt us. Downhearted. Then you realize that the word of God will come and lift you, exalt you. It also comes to what? Correct as correction. 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 And we don't, a lot of us don't like it. Is that not it? We don't like the correction. You see, when you read Ecclesiastes chapter 3, don't go there. The Bible says there is time for everything. Time to give birth and a time to die. Is that not it? We all like the good one. A time to sow and a time to have it. We like the harvest, we don't like the sowing. A time to laugh, a time to weep. We don't like the weeping, we like the laughter. That's Sometimes the word of God will come and correct you. I've learned how to talk to the word of God. A lot of you didn't know how to talk, you were just talking anyhow. Some of you, if not for church, like you would have been something else. You. This strong ladies, you see, like by this time they have about four children before a 24. Yes, if not for God, because a lot of the things you learn in church, your parents never taught you. When was the last time your mother spoke to you about sex? Nothing, nothing. You even know more than your mother. That is why we must all thank God for churches and pastors who teach the word of God. Teach. Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 150. What is there? God said I will give you pastors after my own heart. People I love. Pastors I love. Pastors I have trained. Pastors I have raised. And what are they going to do? They are going to feed you. With what? With knowledge. Who are Then I will give you shepherds. The word shepherd means pastors. After my own heart. Who will lead you? Give me King James. Give me King James. Give me King James. King James spells it out clearly. King James. KJV. Look at it. I will give you what? I will give you what? I can't hear you. I'll give you what? All the scriptures I'm quoting, they are coming from my bed. Have I gone to look into any book? I'll give you pastors. After my own pastors, I love. When you say somebody's after your heart, you mean you love the person. Which shall feed you 
with knowledge so the ability to know things in church know how to dress as a young lady so you don't know how to sit as young ladies you sit and you open your legs like this yes that's why mostly we don't allow young ladies to sit in front yes they will sit and they will just open their legs like this abate And if the pastor is preaching, and he will lift up his eyes onto the heavens, <laughs> and where comes his help? His help comes from the Lord. Yes. But your mother never taught you how to sit like a lady. Lady sits like this. Ladies, every well-natured lady, she sits like this or she sits like this. Uh, are you a man? Are you a man? Yes. Yes. Oh, if you think I'm lying, tell me. God said, I will raise pastors for you. Sometimes you don't know whether your pastor is a doctor or he's a feminist or he's a masculine. Or, it's like he knows everything, is that not it? He teaches everything, he can talk about medicine, talk about this. Because these are things some of you, your parents are supposed to do. You you come to church. Oh, even the messages you hear, no, you know pornography is not good. And you are struggling with it, is that not it? You are struggling. Hey, God, help me to stop. Even this alone is enough. It means you have a teacher. Yes, I watch Some of you didn't know how to dress. A lot, some of these guys taught them how to dress. Some of you used to wear African wear top and you tuck him. Yes. You didn't know how to dress. There are a lot of some of the combinations you even hey. But you must thank God for churches. When you come and the word of God comes to you and you think you are angry, you keep quiet. And, uh, and you be sure. Well, this message I'm preaching, I'm just talking to one person. Just one person. Just one person. Just one person. Just one person. One day, Pastor Inda joined my church. He wasn't a pastor. He was back there. I was, I was preaching. I remember I was talking about. A change of name or something. I, I think yes, I was with our what is your name? And I was pretending he was back there. Very quiet. His cousin or his nephew brought him there. He was back there. I preached. Some of my people were angry. Others were just making noise. After the church service, this guy walked to me and said, Listen, Pastor. Everything you preach was about me. Everything you said today, you were talking to me. Then, then he told me, can I be your son? Under the mango tree, can I be your son? I said, no problem. Then, since that day, the relationship started. Today, he's a pastor. Don't get angry over things you don't understand. We hope you've been blessed by this message. 
for further information on Reverend Emosdako's tips and books, please send us a mail at rev.emosdakon at gmail.com or call plus 233-503-861-399. Thank you for your time and God bless you.